Hey, hey, what's up, you all? This is Ace in the Place podcast. I am your host, Ace, and today is July the 19th, Monday. And we're coming to you at the beginning of the week. Like we usually do, we're going to start off strong. We are going to manifest that this week will be a week of breakthroughs. I'm, I'm going to speak that into existence. I'm putting that positive energy into your life. Whatever it is that you need to have manifested this week will come to you. Now, so (laughs) before we jump into our show, I know I spoke uh, a few weeks ago and I said that today we would have the Via Via interview. I'm sad to say you all, I haven't been able to um, connect with Via Via yet. We are still talking to one another and the interview will happen. Please be patient because our schedules have not been able to align. What's going on with me on my end, I can't speak for Via Via. But what's been going on with me is uh, my job has been having us doing overtime, like mid end of the week. They're they're saying that it's mandatory. I don't know. To me, it's a combination of they're short staffed because they have a lot of people working by themselves. And so they're falling behind on completing sections every day. And then, too, I believe that the city has been given some money for, like, the pandemic. You know, everybody's getting all this money, you know, for, for the bailout and things of that nature. And so I believe that they gave the city some money. They have some money to spend. And so they're offering a lot of overtime right now. But they're saying it's mandatory. So long story short, I've been having to work a little bit more during the week. And so, you know, my weekends are pretty much tied up with, you know, just Ari, you know, spending time with my daughter and my family. So it's been kind of difficult to connect with her, but I'm still working on it. I'm just giving you all an update just to keep you informed that we will have an interview coming as soon as I can to you. And then I will try moving forward to have an interview at least once a month. That is my goal. And so I'm just being transparent with you all about, you know, some of my plans. I, I, I'm, I'm really big on doing what I say, right? And, and so I have no problems with explaining when I don't do something that I said I was going to do. Those type of things don't bother me at all. Regardless, if you need an explanation or not, I'm typically going to, you know, Explain just because if I said I was going to do something, then I had every intention of doing it. And then if it doesn't happen, I have no problem with explaining why it didn't happen. So we will try to have the Via Via interview within the next week or so. I am working on it, you all. So I'm just communicating. Now, before we jump into our show for today, because we're still doing the love series. I It's so many layers to love and black love that is going to take me a little bit of time to get through some things but we're not gonna let it linger we're not gonna spend too much time on negative things right we're going to try to keep this as positive as we can but we're going to tackle some real issues because these things need to be talked about and we are here to grow i'm here to grow and i hope that you all are here to grow so some some things we're going to talk about that is going to be uncomfortable and it's it's you know it's i feel as though it's necessary but i'm going to conclude from last week because last week we 
I ended the show talking about Wendy Williams. Now, I mentioned her because of her segment on Hot Topics with uh, the rapper Swavy, who was killed, the 19-year-old boy. However, I then began to talk about her response to Tabitha Brown retiring her husband, right? So here's the thing with that. When I spoke about it last week, all that I had saw was Wendy Williams' response on her show. I guess it was Hot Topics or Entertainment News, and she spoke about Tabitha Brown retiring her husband. Then I also watched Tabitha Brown responding to Wendy Williams. Now, what I had not seen last week prior to um, bringing up that situation was the original video that Tabitha Brown made about retiring her husband. So basically, I did a little bit more research. And so I kind of wanted to speak about it a little bit more just because a little bit a few pieces to the puzzle had been added so I just wanted to kind of give um a little bit more information because I gained a little bit more information on the situation now the original video from Tabitha Brown is her you know at you know at home or wherever she is she gets on the video and says, you know, hey, today is a, a beautiful, wonderful day. I am retire, retire, excuse me. I am retiring my husband of the police department of 15 years. And her energy is just great. And, and, and that was the thing that I got from the initial video of her responding to Wendy Williams. It, she just has this energy that seems very mature and it seems very um, she seems very happy in her life and her decision that she made. And so that, you know, I'm like, OK, sis, yes. Now, in the video that I watch initially, she goes on to say, I'm retiring my husband. She gives a little bit of their background. They moved to L.A. Um, all they they saved up eight thousand dollars. They moved their family there. You know, once money, I guess, got tight and they went through their savings, the husband decides that he's going to, you know, be a police officer, which she, you know, she's like, OK, honey. But she really didn't want him to do that career path because obviously, you know, it's dangerous. You are putting your life on the line and then being a black police officer is of a whole different, um, a whole different level right being a black police officer so she was like okay well i give me five years this is what she's telling us in the video give me five years i'm going to focus on my career and you know acting i'm gonna make it big now her plan was five years god's plan was 15 so it took her 15 years to get to the goal but Nevertheless, they continued to pray and believe and she got there, right? Thank God she's living in her purpose, which is their purpose for their marriage. Now, the thing about the video, and I do still believe that Wendy could have been more objective. I think that she could have just been a little bit more positive, even with her message, the way she delivered it. You know, it was it, it seemed like to me it came from a place of 
just hurt and not all the way being healed from her own, you know, trauma in her marriage. So again, back to the video with Tabitha Brown. Now her energy was great. It seemed like she was really happy. Again, she has this vibe. Then she goes to put the camera on her husband. That is the part that I think maybe some people might be taking it to a negative space. Again, I didn't see this video last week, so I I didn't, you know, make the connection. I'm still going to say we don't know these people's marriage, okay? We don't know what's going on in their marriage, okay? Again, her energy is that she's happy. That's what you get and that's what you feel when you see her talking about her marriage. However, the husband, his energy was a little different and that's okay. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to say their energies need to be matched because they're in two different spaces. She's happy that she was able to do what she said she was going to do and give her husband the option to be whatever it is he wants to be. Because her words were, these were her words. She said that, you know, I want my husband to be a child again and to just dream and do whatever it is that his heart desires, which is, I think, notable to a degree, you know. Who doesn't want their spouse to say, honey, go be whatever it is you want to be? Like, that's great. Like, that type of support. I can only imagine what that feels like. So, again, her energy was very good. Now, this is reading in between the lines, you all. Because I'm only going off what I saw, his body language. And he didn't seem to happy or enthused about the situation as she did and that's okay because they have he's a man and and we know that men in their jobs and their careers their purpose is really tied into it's very very important for a man no I'm not a man but based off you know, listening to men based off, you know, reading scriptures in the Bible and understanding certain things in the Bible, a man's career, his, his job, his path, his purpose is very important. And so many men are lost out here because they don't understand their purpose. They don't know what it is. They're angry at everybody. They're frustrated at the world. They're usually taking it out on their significant other because they just don't understand what their purpose is. So for me reading in between the lines it might be a little bit scary for this man to go from being a provider for his family financially you know and having a career to like okay what do I do now you know as a man again I'm not a man but I'm making the connection of how important a job and a career and a purpose is to a man. So his his response or his demeanor could have possibly just been that, you know, he's a little apprehensive about this new journey. And he said that he was like, you know, this is a new season in my life for me. You know, it's just the next chapter. And that could have been where, you know, his body language was. However, you could tell noticeably in the video that their energies was not matched. And what I want to use an example from is the Derek Jackson, excuse me, the Derek Jackson situation that I spoke about a few months ago with him, you know, with his scandal and his cheating scandal coming out. And I felt like when he did the live video with his wife on the couch, 
their energies wasn't matched. It was it was like, okay, he was all like, yeah, we're gonna we're working on it, and you know, we gonna make it work. And she was just kind of like very soft spoken. She didn't have much to say. She didn't look too happy or pleased with what he was saying or the situation. And so their energies was just off. And it happens with couples. But when we're looking at these things on the outside looking in, you know, of course, we're going to be like, okay, so what's really going on here? Right? And it could be nothing. It could be nothing at all. Derek Jackson and his wife could be, you know, working on restoring their marriage and doing really well with one another right now in their family. We don't know. Right. And, you know, Tabitha Brown could be she looks happy to me. Again, that's why I said their energies wasn't matched. She looks very happy and content with the decision that she's made him based off the video. Not so much, but, you know, that's OK. And. Again, I think that Wendy could have been a a bit more objective about the situation. She was just like, yeah, no, and sis, that couldn't be me. And, you know, I was just like, okay. But oftentimes, black women, we, how do I put this? I don't want to say the wrong thing it's not that I it's not that I don't want to say the wrong thing but I just want to phrase it the right way um oftentimes black men will come up they'll be with a black woman they'll come up and once they make it it's a good chance they'll leave right you got the Michael Jordans you got not saying anything about Michael Jordan but I'm just saying that he was with his wife all those years and you know and they divorced it happens right a lot of times or sometimes black men get successful they're with the black woman who supports them goes through the the grind with them and then when they make it they leave the woman or they go to a different race because they're like you know whatever reason we're not going to go through that in this particular situation and in a lot of situations the black woman has now uplifted herself right and it it, i'm not gonna say it wasn't through no support of her husband i'm pretty i'm absolutely sure her husband supported her i'm absolutely sure she would not have been able to achieve her success without him right but she stuck by him after she achieved that success right she's still saying you know what you're the head of the household you're you know you're my husband and you're the king of this castle and that's the vibe that i get from her now again we don't know these people's relationship but it seemed as though she didn't come up and then leave him especially for somebody of a different race so it just it looks different in the situation and I think that Wendy is speaking for the women who have come up or achieved success while in a relationship or a marriage with a black man. And once they hit that level of success, oftentimes they are either, you know, cheated on, they're abused because the man's ego is now, it feels attacked to him. Because it's like, you know what, you've, you've passed me up 
to a certain degree. Um, but it's what's best for the family as a whole. If it's our purpose to be here right now, should it matter who got us here? You know what I mean? Like, it's okay for the man to get you all to success, right? Because typically that's what is society says how it should go, right? The man should be the provider. And I agree, the man, a man should provide, you know, but oftentimes when the man provides and he hits a certain financial status, it's okay. But when a woman is the provider and she hits a certain financial status, it does something to the man's ego. And it's, it, it's not all, it doesn't always work out good for the woman. See, her intent is what's best for the family as a whole, right? So she may not be thinking, okay, you know, if I get us here or you get us here, we're still here, right? We're still walking in God's purpose. We're still doing the things that we are supposed to be doing. Whereas a man is like, and, and this is what I'm trying to say, maybe possibly his energy was in the video, just kind of an ego thing. It kind of felt like, like, okay, as a man, what do I do now? As a man, how do I uphold my, um, what's the word I'm looking for? How do I uphold my, uh, my position in the family if I am not financially providing? So... I'm not sure, just reading in between the lines. Again, I just wanted to kind of conclude on that because I didn't watch the initial video. Now, what I am going to say is if it's by chance that, you know, let's just say her husband was nervous or really didn't want to do the video because, again, it was it was something off about his energy. The way he was looking, he was kind of fidgeting and this and that. It didn't really seem like he was comfortable with either having the conversation or possibly it being put on social media. I think that, you know, as celebrities, you know, they, they, they tell us their lives and what's going on with them and their accomplishments. And that's good. You know, we want to celebrate the good things in your life. Some things, and if I was in her position, I'm not sure I would have told everyone, if that makes sense. Meaning, I possibly would have just retired my husband and that would have been the end of it, right? I don't think that I would have made a whole video to announce that this is what I, I was going to do. I possibly would have just did it. And that just would have been something, you know, within our family. And that might not would have been something that I would have chosen to put on social media. Now, again, I, I'm not saying that, that there's anything wrong with, you know, her putting that out there. She's happy about that. She seems happy. You can really tell that she's happy about the decision that she made. Again, social media is for that reason to you know, talk about things, your accomplishments, the things you're happy about, your achievements that, you know, that's what social media is about. And so I'm not mad at her for putting something positive in her life and really giving her testimony because she spoke about God and, you know, how her plan was to retire him in five years and it took 15. So I think that it's somewhat of a testimony and I'm not going to say I don't understand why she did it. But because of the way of the world and so much criticism out here, 
I probably, if it were me, would have just retired my husband and left it at that. Meaning, I don't think I would have gave the public the opportunity to scrutinize that. Even though, you know, if I'm happy with it, I'm happy with it. Or I would have at least left it up to him to put out there. Because it didn't really seem like, based off the video again, if you all want to go check it out. I'm I'm pretty sure it's probably on YouTube or something like that. I think I watched it on... Uh, it was Facebook, but it was someone else uh, talking about uh, the video. I think it was Tanya TKO. She was giving her commentary about it. So I watched it on her video, but I'm sure you can find it on YouTube just so you can see it for yourself. Um, I would have possibly just given him the opportunity to decide whether or not he wanted to make that public to the world. If it were me, I probably just would have retired my husband and kept it moving. And that just would have just been, you know, something within the family, right? Um, But she didn't do that, and that's fine. Again, like we said, social media, the platforms are for, you know, good, positive things. We want to see your accomplishments. We want to celebrate the things that you're happy about in your life. And so I get why she might have been putting that out there as a testimony, right? Saying that, hey, your plan is five years and God say it's 15. Keep going. Keep pushing. Don't give up. Because you think once they hit that 10-year mark, her husband wasn't looking around at her like, so girl, what you going to do? <laughs> I'm sure at some point he's human, right? And it doesn't mean that he doesn't support his wife. But you never know financially how tight things got for them, you know, and you never know what they had to go through in order to to achieve that and that's why I'm very big on not comparing other people's relationships. Period. Don't do it. Don't do it. You want to you want to have some type of peace within yourself and your relationship. Do not compare to other people. I don't care how much you think you like what they have going on. You don't know. It's plenty of things that you don't see behind closed doors. So don't compare. You can admire but don't compare. And it's very important. And that that has a part to do with social media as well, because people oftentimes, majority of the time, put all the nice things on social media about their relationship, all the good pictures and all the, and and, hey, I'm going to be honest, I do it as well. I typically keep the negative things off social media. I have done it because I'm human and I make mistakes sometimes. But for the most part, I try to be positive on social media, just from all aspects, not even just like posting pictures, but just in general, the things that I post, I try to, you know, like people's statuses and love statuses and just spread positive energy. I, I, I'm not going to be on your post always with a negative comment. I'm not going to always be sharing all these negative things, promoting toxic behaviors. Like that's just not me on social media. I try to keep it very positive and very encouraging and uplifting as much as I can. So I think that it's, you know, it just depends on not comparing, right? But I believe, again, that this couple will do well. I think that, you know, I, you know, shout out to them. Best of luck to them. And, you know, their new season and their new journey. It seems like this is, you know, something, uh, the next chapter for them. And that's good to see. We'll be watching. Hopefully don't no scandal <laughs> come up with this guy. But, you know, here at Ace in the Place, we're going to cover it. So if by chance a few months from now, this guy gets to talking about, well, no, no, I'm sorry. 
a few months from now, if a story comes up in entertainment, we will cover it here at Ace in the Place. And we're going to talk about it because, you know, we've talked about this story. And so, oh, that time went kind of fast. I'm going to kind of wrap it up for I really didn't even get into what I wanted to talk about today as far as love. Because I kind of wasted a nice little <laughs> amount of time in this Tabitha Brown situation, but it's still all in connection with love, you all. And we just want to, I kind of wanted to get a bit into manipulation in relationships. Again, that's, that's, a, that's a tough subject, right? That's something that's hard to hear. No one wants to feel or, or feel like they're being manipulated but it happens so much in relationship it happens a lot right just like getting used right nobody wants to feel used in their relationship but from my experience there's typically always someone who's giving more it's always someone who wants the relationship more it's always someone who loves more or who loves harder and so and then it's always someone who needs to be in control and that's where manipulation comes from manipulation comes from someone needing to control something and oftentimes when you need to control something in your relationship it's because you can't control things that have happened to you in your past you aren't healed from those things and so it shows up in your relationship as manipulation and a lot of times people don't even make the connection people sometimes never make the connection of how you're treating your spouse in a relationship in terms of manipulating them because you need the control it's possibly from trauma that you have not dealt with from your childhood that you feel like you don't have control over right because we can't control our past it's just that it's our past but it takes work from us not anybody else not your mom not your dad not your grandma not anyone who hurt you it takes for you to do the work to heal yourself and that's what's hard and a lot of us don't make that connection and so we're in these relationships and we're trying to figure out how to manipulate our partner to be what we need them to be because we're not focused on controlling the main thing that we have control over which is ourselves if you out here trying to control another human being, you lost in the sauce because the only person you have control over is yourself. Everything starts and stops with you. And so if we would all focus more on bettering ourselves, we really could bridge the gap. And it's the vision that has been created to divide men and women, especially in the black community and especially in the black family. You know, I hear videos all day, all day, all day. Black women, y'all need to work on this. Black women, y'all need to work on that. You know, and I hear videos, you know, black men, y'all need to do this. Black men, y'all need to do that. What I don't hear as much of is black men holding other black men accountable about how they can be better men to their women. Period. Nobody is teaching and telling these men uh, um, how to be better, how to heal what you went through before you got with that woman so that you can learn how to properly love her. 
right? That's what I don't see as much. I see the videos of, of, of everybody telling black women what they need to change to love their men better. I see plenty of those, right? We see those all day, every day of people talking about y'all need to fix this and y'all need to do that. But who is guiding these black men to be better men? Where are those videos? Why are those not going viral? Because we got the Kevin Samuels. Y'all can't stop talking about this man. Okay, but what is he doing? He's putting down black women. I don't care if he's trying to spit facts, right? Because it's not that I disagree with everything that he says. It's his delivery. Oh, and he talked down to men too. Yeah, how about you don't talk down to anybody, right? How about you figure out how to be a mature adult and say it what and and say what it is you need to say without belittling. Or demeaning a person. If you're in a relationship and you feel like every time you bring an issue to the person that you're in a relationship with and they belittle you. Or you feel like you need to defend your character every single time. They either come to you with the issue or you come to them with the issue. If you're constantly defending your character. If you're constantly being belittled and talked to about how you're not this and you're not that. Anytime you bring an issue to somebody, they're manipulating you. You're being manipulated and it's hurtful. Trust me, I get it. But at the end of the day, know your self-worth, right? So when these situations come about, even though you can't control your spouse trying to control you, you can at least see, you know what? This ain't how that go. Mm-mm. Ain't no guilt going to be, you know, inflicted upon me over here. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to work on myself and I'm going to pray but I'm not going to allow you man- to manipulate, you know, um, me, how I feel and what I stand for. If it's something that you really feel like you should not be doing in the relationship, don't do it. Stand firm on it. If a person got to give you 10 million reasons about why you need to do something for them and they won't accept you saying, you know, hey, what? I just don't feel comfortable with doing this then it's manipulation. They're trying to do, you know, everything they can in order to get what they want from you. And again, the person that is manipulating the person really doesn't see that the control that they're so desperately trying to get in this relationship comes from a deeper issue of what they have going on within themselves. Please don't personalize it because it happens in relationships. We get used sometimes in relationships. Sometimes we get abused in relationships. Sometimes we get mistreated. It's not always happy. It's not always fair. And it's not always equal. Do I feel like as black women, we should have to go through that in order to be loved? No, absolutely not. Be okay with being by yourself. Is, is the best thing I can say because no, love is not pain. Marriage should be fun. But because of society and a lot of the things that we're dealing with that people don't even know they're up against. A lot of us are fighting battles that we don't even know we fighting because we don't have a clue. So it's just, you know, find a balance, you all. And I'm getting ready to wrap it up for today. Uh, and, and again, we'll, we'll jump into some more things next week. I hope this wasn't too heavy for you because, again, speaking about certain things in relationship is going to be tough, right? No one wants to be manipulated, right? But it happens. It's hurtful. And you can get through it. You can figure out, you know how you combat manipulation? Boundaries. 
And we're going to get into that too. That is a way to combat manipulation. Set boundaries. If you don't want to do it, say no and stand firm on it. If the person you love is mad, let them be mad. Let them be mad. If they say they want to go, let them go. Oh, that's another form of manipulation. The person that's always threatening to leave you. If every time you and your spouse have a disagreement and they're ready to hit the door, that's a form of manipulation. So, again, we're going to wrap it up for today because we just hit our mark. And I hope everyone has a good week. I love you all and we will speak later. Peace.